Hi everyone, this is Luke Moroni for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And the topic I'd like to talk to you all about today is, are building standards declining? Before I get into this topic, just a disclaimer that this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be regarded as legal or financial advice. Make sure you get your own independent advice when it comes to investing. So are you seeing building standards declining in and around the areas that you live? Have you had experience in the past where you've either bought a home or you've built a home where there's been poor building standards. And I'm not talking about the little bits and pieces. I'm talking about some structural issues where um, walls are not you know, straight and lined up well. Um, we, we've got issues with cracking. We've got issues with waterproofing, maybe some render cracking on the outside, which is going to cost you a lot of money down the track or it's costing you a lot now because the builder's not coming back to fix these works. Now I know a few people in the area that I live um, and people that are close to me that have built property and had issues with builders. And again, waterproofing issues or putting things um, or installing things that are not quite to code or don't really work well with that particular property. So it's just amazing the amount of issues that do come up when you go through a build. Now, I don't know if people are just time poor at the moment, they're just so focused on profits, or it's a, a situation where there's a lot of demands from the owners on the builders, or is it a case of the builders having issues with the subcontractors? So I believe like over time, and you think about some of the, the buildings that have been built around the world, and they've withstand the test of time. And we're seeing that some of these unit blocks and homes that fall into issues in a short amount of time, that might be five or 10 years time where they need total building rectification works on them and people are spending millions of dollars to try and repair these, these buildings. You know, Opal Tower in case in point, and I spoke a lot about it at the start of this year and the end of last year when they had issues with the structure of it. And they've got over 100 structural beams uh, in that particular tower. I believe that they're still in there. And we've still got an issue with people not living in that premises. So we've got to really have a think about those. And the reason I bring up this particular topic, because I spoke to someone in the US who works in New York State as a builder and constantly see some of these works either done by DIY uh, renovators and flippers, um, people looking to use or builders looking to use poor products and materials. And so we've got to keep a really close eye on these things when we're buying um, property when we're looking for builders that are going to be in place. So I just really wanted to go forth and uh, you know bring up a couple of key points today and also things that you need to sort of watch out for in areas that we're seeing those declining markets. So firstly, renovators and flippers are looking to make a quick buck. So everyone's seeing and, and I guess the word from the person that I, Ian who I interviewed over from New York um, we, what he is seeing is that you know people are looking to be entre- entrepreneurs, get in there, make that quick dollar, turn it over, flip that property and look to do it again and generate a revenue stream from doing the, these particular properties. But I guess what the issue is, is they're so focused on the profits and the margins and so forth. It's not too much about making the house pretty enough for someone to buy it, but 
as least cost as possible. So the quality of work then sometimes gets uh, left behind. So we've really got to keep a clear eye on these things. And I guess what you really want to do is just really focus on the, the style of works, um, obviously getting experts to help you through that to understand a little bit if you don't have the education behind it and, and really get a sense of, you know, what, when did the property sell previously? You know, how much was it for? What has this person done on the works? Um, and what is the quality of their works as well? So it really need to get a sense of, are you buying quality? Um, are you getting a quality builder? And people are so focused on price sometimes, and it's the value component that people don't understand. They only understand it in five or 10 years time when they've got to pay 50, 100, 500,000, a million dollars for some of the repairs and maintenance issues that have come up because they've bought the wrong property or used the wrong builder to because they're being so price sensitive. The second topic I'd like to make is cheaper, less durable materials and products are being used. Um, this interview that I had with Ian today talked about Home Depot. So I guess similar to a bunning sort of setup where you've got cheaper products and materials. And I guess as they go through and create their own labels, um, they're finding that some of these materials are of very poor standard. And he used the example of a sink, um, not um, very durable, some of the products that they put out there in the Home Depot market. And they're obviously very price driven and people are taking up that. And you, you've got to realize that those things won't last, you know, maybe five or 10 years. They will last only a short amount of time. And being less durable, um, the wear and tear on them is going to be significant. So if you're a landlord putting in a tenant or if, you've, if there's a family with young kids, there could be a lot more destruction on some of these materials. And you know, if you have to constantly replace these items, you're going to pay more in the long run. So it's a price and value situation again that people don't understand uh, or don't really get grasp the concept with to actually make sure that they're paying um, a lot a lot less in the wrong long run. And you know, people are so focused on the short term effects rather than the long term. Um, which could actually be worse for you. So keep an eye on the, um, the those particular materials that are being used. And I guess that's where a lot of the cost in your home building, your renovations come through on, is on the materials. But quality materials will often bring a quality build. So the third point I'd like to make is make sure you're doing, as a home buyer or a home builder, make sure you're doing your own due diligence when buying when um, selecting a builder. You know, think about the inspections that you need to do. Think about getting testimonials from builders um, f that have built through other clients. Do your research on the company and its history. Some of these companies, it's happening both in the US and Australia where they build these houses or unit blocks and they, they've put in poor quality works. Um, bank, uh, the they haven't completed their their pro, the, the build. Um, they might may have gone into financial hardship. They've done poor quality build, and they go into liquidation. Then all of a sudden they start up again in another entity, maybe with another director, and they put themselves into circumstances to rebuild that company again. So you've got to go back on the history and see why these sort of things are happening. Is the company been running for 15, 20 years and have got a really good reputation? And they're gonna take the time on your build to do a quality 
build. So you really need to spend your time on doing that. And I know the difference between people that have done uh, had a situation where they've selected the builder quick, uh, very carefully, done all the work around it, set their timeframes and timelines, and they've had a house build completed within six months. And then I've seen other people bring, trying to look at being a home, home uh, owner builder, and they brought in various contractors thinking that they're gonna save some money along the way, and their build end up, ends up being for three years. So you've gotta look into all these situation and how that's actually gonna impact you, not only on the build itself, but you might be having to pay rent in other locations. You, you might be paying more for interest repayments and delays. So you've got to factor all these things in when you're looking at the whole build setup. And when you're buying a property that has, is fairly new, it's really difficult in the first couple of years to see some of the uh, defects. But if you, it's been standing for 10 years, you can get a, a really good indication about what what the building is happening with the building, if there's any cracking, um, you know, it allows the, build, the, the structure of the building to actually settle in the soils, um, in the ground, and you, you really will see the, the big effects on it in the, after that first couple of years. Um, buying it fairly new, you, you might not see some of these faults. Um, a closer eye and more educated eye will help you with that sort of sense. So make sure if you don't have the expertise yourself, make sure you have the team. And that's what's so important with these big financial decisions. People take them very lackluster and they'll spend more time trying to uh, buy the best or the cheapest or, or they um, spend more time buying clothing than they will on their own, own home purchase. So you've really got to get a close eye on this because it's a massive investment in your financial future. So hopefully that helps you thinking about building standards, whether you're a home builder or you're going to be a home buyer. Um, think about all these things, they're all property related. Obviously, that financial decision will reflect on your wealth in future. And if you do want to talk about this further or talk about your own personal investing circumstances, please do give me a call on 0400-332-377. Thanks for tuning in. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.